0: A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC.
1: Joining us now is the former Israeli ambassador to the United States, Ambassador Michael Oren, who is in Tel Aviv. Um, ambassador Oren, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know you've got so much on your plate right now. Uh, can, give us the the latest update uh, because we are praying for Israel.
2: Well, thank you, thank you for your prayers and warm words of support. Uh, Southern Tel Aviv, Southern Tel Aviv. I live in Jaffa. It is on the the, the missile line, we get hit with uh, several uh, barrages of missiles, of rockets every day, pass over, literally pass over my house. I can actually watch them from my window. Uh, we have a guarded window, like a very thick one, and we can see them go up and they get intercepted by Iron Dome. Uh, Iron Dome is only 90% successful, which means if they're firing 100 rockets at us, 10 get through, and some of them are hit in the neighborhood. So... We have to be cautious. Every house here has a has a little bomb shelter in it, and I'm talking to you from our bomb shelter right now. You know,
1: some of the stories that have come out have just been horrific. Um, Ambassador uh, of, like, the woman who we saw in the back of the pickup truck and some of these stories, we're hearing reports, too, that Hamas um, in Gaza, first of all, is not letting people out, that they're blocking people in, um, and there are reports that they're stockpiling fuel and water and all this other stuff. What are you hearing there?
2: Uh, of course, when they do this every time, by the way, it's nothing new. So what they want to do, they want to use their own people as human shields. So there are, there are about a million civilians living in the combat area. We've urged them to move south. Many, uh, many have, but also many have crowded around hospitals and schools. Under the hospitals and schools, Hamas has its headquarters and main bunkers. And they, if they want to leave, Hamas will prevent them from leaving at gunpoint. And so. Just a few hours ago, we've had a major battle in the Jabalia uh, concentration camp, excuse me. The refugee camp. The refugee yep. camp. It's late. It is late. And, um, they, uh, and a number of civilians apparently were killed, uh, but they were killed in a building that was serving as a Hamas headquarters. And so you know, they were told to evacuate. They didn't or couldn't. And Israel was faced with a terrible choice. Um, do you strike a Hamas headquarters? Uh, and risk you know, civilian casualties, or you know, do you just walk away and create a situation where, where Hamas wins? And it's, by the way, that that's the end of the state of Israel. Um, a ceasefire, end of the state of Israel. Nobody will be able to return. The minute, to their homes. The minute you show we have, weakness, we have three hundred thousand people have been evacuated. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: No question. Yeah, John was saying the minute you show weakness, uh, you lose. Uh everybody we're talking to, the former Israeli ambassador to the United States, Michael Oren. Michael, what did you make of the UN? Uh yesterday, Gilad Erdan, uh the ambassador from Israel, it was so powerful. He puts on the yellow star, of course, of the you know, rem- uh, you know reminiscent of the Holocaust era and said, I am not taking it off until this body, the UN, finally condemns the Hamas terrorists. I can't believe, uh, you know, that the U.N. is having trouble condemning uh, the Hamas terrorists.
2: Well, a lot of do to be wearing that star for a long time, unfortunately. So they're not going to condemn it. Uh, that's the U.N. Listen, <laughs> don't don't get me started. I've long been an advocate of moving the U.N., you know, out of New York and using that wonderful Riverside, you know, for a great park or a school uh, and moving them to a, a place that's more. I think more. Um, how should I say? more commendable for the UN would be like Tehran would be good or Damascus.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level Today, that's Shopify dot com slash system.
1: Yeah, it is. Sh- it is shocking. Uh, some of the things that have come out of there and, and the lack of, um, I think, moral clarity from them. That's putting it nicely. Ambassador,
2: um, Judge Richard yeah. Weinberg has a question yeah. for you. Ambassador, what I'm concerned Please. about. It's good to talk to you, sir. What I'm very concerned about is a propaganda war. You have not only UN, but you have Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, all the academia, the media doing this moral equivalency dance and this dance of uh, proportionality. Would you comment on that? Well, we've been facing this for many, many decades, and I've devoted a big chunk of my life to fighting it. And I've come to some basic conclusions. Probably one of them is that uh, Israel, at the end of the day, is the Jewish state. And we're going to have to acknowledge that we're going to be treated as as sort of the Jew of international affairs and and be judged by completely different standards, even by the different standards of the United States or any other democracy. Uh, but we can fight back. We can fight back, uh, you know, in a Churchillian sense. We can fight back in the newspapers and in the, and on the on the computer screens and the social media. Uh, certainly in, in conventional media, in radio stations. And that's pretty much what we do. When I do all night, I go on TV and, and fight back. At the end of the day, here's the end of the day. We have a, we have an enemy that understands this, and they understand that it, one of the principal battlefields in this fight is the media is public opinion, and so how does it work? They shoot at us, they kill our people, and then we have to fight back and they use their own people as human shields, so we end up killing their people and get branded as war criminals. So Hamas wins twice. Hamas wins twice, and their goal is to create a situation where we no longer have a legitimacy to to defend ourselves. We don't even have the legitimacy to exist. And they know they can't destroy us with the rockets, but they can destroy us by, by taking away our legitimacy. And so that's the fight. It's a huge fight. And it it is almost impossible to win entirely. And at the end of the day, here's the really rough conclusion. The other day is we just we're just going to have to fight and and as if there is no international opinion and uh, withstand the growing pressure for a ceasefire because we have no choice. You're 100% right. You have no choice yeah, uh, because no you're choice. fighting. We, we didn't bring this you're, you're, war on earth. We didn't ask for this war. They started jungle and, warfare, uh, yeah. and they're fighting jungle yeah. warfare, and if you don't fight on equal ground, you lose. It's, just, it's as simple as that. People ask you, why not a ceasefire? Ceasefire is good. People stop shooting at each other. End of war. It's wonderful. They don't understand. A ceasefire means Hamas gets away with mass murder. It means that the message goes out that... Anybody, any terrorist organization, any state can attack Israel, kill, you know, 1,400 people, and Israel won't be able to fight back because the international community is going to tie its hands and impose a ceasefire. And thank we'll you. live in a state like that. Thank you, Ambassador. You know, we got to take like a that. break. Thank you, Ambassador. And uh, you stay oh, safe and uh, keep your people
0: uh, and your family safe, and we'll catch up again real soon. Uh, thank you very much. We'll thank Thanks. you, Mr. Uh, Ambassador. Thank you. Thank you.